I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I'm no, not you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who we have tonight? Uh, I, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The internet, social media, dating, and rideshare apps all make life so convenient and fun. Swiping to meet up with someone new has become part of our daily lives. It's also how many unsuspecting people have ended up dead. I'm Courtney Bell. And I'm Jillian Lee Garner, and we're the co-hosts of the true crime podcast, I Met My Murderer Online. In each episode, we share a true story of one such deadly online connection and hopefully how you can avoid it. We hear from all who were involved in the case. The investigators. They discovered a victim inside the house. Victims' family members. Right now, it doesn't feel like life can ever be joyful again. And sometimes, even the murderer themselves. You have to decide, okay, what are you willing to do here? Are you willing to kill these people? If you're a fan of true crime, then you have to listen to season two of I Met My Murderer online. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As you likely know, there have been a number of the predators I've caught who, upon arrival at the Sting House, have swooped in and tried to physically hug the on-site decoy posing as a teenage girl. 
I don't recall anybody trying to hug a teenage boy decoy, but I do remember several instances of the predator trying to hug the girl. It's a cringy, uncomfortable moment for a couple of different reasons. One, to think that an adult would walk into a stranger's home after a sexually charged conversation with someone he thought was a teenage girl and think that it would be okay to manifest this potential sexual liaison with a hug to initiate what this predator hoped would be sex with a child, with this physical contact, like somehow this is okay, is absolutely horrifying, offensive, and illegal. And we've seen this at least a half a dozen times, at least a half a dozen times that I can remember off the top of my head. Most recently, we saw the doctor, 61-year-old doctor in one of our Michigan investigations in Genesee County with the ghost team, pat the on-site decoy on the behind that caught him an additional charge. We've seen other predators go in for the hug and watched as the on-site decoy has gotten away, escaped. But there was one instance where the predator actually was able to complete the hug. And besides being cringy, uncomfortable, and illegal, it presents, quite honestly, a security issue. Because let's just say, for example, taking it to the most disturbing extreme, say the guy grabs the onside decoy and doesn't want to let go, attempts an abduction. This has never happened, and there are precautions in place to prevent it from happening. And if it was attempted, it would not be successful. I guarantee you. These things are discussed, and preparations are in place to thwart any such attempt. But the case that I'm thinking of, and the subject of this episode of Predators I've Caught, revolves around Josiah Walker. He's the one in Long Beach, California, in the fall of 2006, who was able to pull off a hug. You'll hear the moment shortly. Josiah was a Costco employee, worked at the pizza counter in San Diego. His screen name was Hot 95 Cobra Guy. And the screen name apparently comes from the fact that at the time he owned a Mustang Cobra, bright red. He was very proud of this car. In fact, he drove it for an hour from his location in San Diego to Long Beach, where our sting house was. He had a particularly graphic, sexually charged conversation with someone who he thought was a 13-year-old girl. This, in reality, was a decoy with perverted justice, the online watchdog group. Long Beach 
was a prolific investigation. 38 guys surfaced in the course of three and a half days. And the thing about Long Beach was that while the prosecutions were speedy, they didn't yield in a lot of lengthy, severe sentences. Many of the men got probation and registration as a sex offender. And that was the case with Josiah Walker. I actually talked to Josiah. We'll get to that in a little bit. And Josiah was a prolific talker himself back in the fall of 2006. His chat among the most graphic of this particular investigation. Hot 95 Cobra guy. Hi. Hi, says the decoy. What's up? Nothing. What you doing? She asks. Bored, looking for some fun. Cool, I'm bored too, says the decoy. How old are you? She asks. 26. He would turn 27 between the time of this initial chat and his arrival at the Stinghouse. Wow, happy birthday, says the decoy. Then she informs him that she is 13. Where are you from, he wants to know. L.A. County, you? Oh, I'm in San Diego. Is that far? Los Angeles, yeah. Two hours or so. Oh, that sucks. Seeing an opportunity, Hot 95 Cobra Guy says, Yeah, what would you want to do if we were closer? I don't care anything. It's boring here, she says. Any ideas he wants to know? I don't know what you want to do. Where are your parents at? Now, there's no shock or indication of an issue with the fact that this girl is 13. What does he want to know? Where are your parents at? My mom's downstairs and my dad is dead. Sorry to hear that. Do you have a cam? Sorry to hear that your dad is dead. Do you have a cam? Which means he wants to see the girl. Doesn't care that the dad is dead. Thank you. It's okay. No, my mom won't let me have one. Just to drive home the point that she's 13. Josiah Walker. She asks if he's got a pick. More talk about why she's living in L.A. County. She's from Ohio. She says she's bored and misses her friends. He wants to know the zip code. He wants to map quest to see just how far away she is. See if it's worth his trouble. And then he jumps in right away with, are you a virgin? No, are you? LOL, she says. No. When did you start? He wants to know. Like five months ago before we moved here. Why did you? I wanted to, she says. How many times? Three, I think it was. No, four, sorry. You think? Don't know? I had to think, LOL. Hmm. Wants to know if she's got a boyfriend now. No. You got a girlfriend? No, not really, he says. Why not? Just unlucky, I guess. Well, he doesn't know how unlucky he's about to be. Are you into girls? No, LOL, I like guys. You looking for a boyfriend? Yeah. 
What would your mom think about you going out with me? LOL, she won't know. Oh, she didn't know about my other boyfriends. How old was the other guy? The first two were 17. My last boyfriend was 19, she says. If we were closer, would you want to meet up and do it? He asks. Do you know what you like doing in bed yet? Not really. Have you tried anal, he wants to know. No, don't that hurt? If not done right, it can. Would you be willing to try? Yeah, but if it hurts, would you stop? Yeah, it hurt too much. What a guy, how considerate. He'd stop if raping a 13-year-old girl hurt too much. And again, he wants to know what the zip code is. He wants to plan this trip. He's hot. This is the culmination of a fantasy that Josiah Walker has apparently had for some time. 27 years old, and he wants to meet and have sex with a 13-year-old girl he's just met online. She doesn't want to give out her address just yet. He says, just the zip code. Again and again, what's your zip? I got Sunday off of work. I could come up Saturday after work, spend the night. He wants to know what she would wear if he visited. I got jeans, shorts, and miniskirts. Skirt, he says. We got a hot tub, too. Would I need a swimsuit or a skinny dip, he wants to know. And then he gets graphic. When was your last period, he wants to know. Last month. It's coming again like the 15th, she says. Hmm, okay. I'll bring some so we can decide to use or not to use later. He's talking about condoms. This. He wants to know if she plays with herself. Again, about anal. Says he'll bring lube. Promise me you won't tell your mom or anyone so he knows. I mean, obviously he knows this is illegal. It's criminal. But he's just reiterating it to this decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl. Would you let me tape or take pictures? I don't want no video. That'd be too weird, LOL. Okay, he says. You ain't going to show anyone, right? Nope, just for myself, he says. Well, that's a good assurance. How big is your bed, he wants to know. Bra size. Do you swallow? Huh, she says. Ever give a BJ before? No, she says. Stroke it or piss it or anything? I mean, I want to try stuff. I touched it. What kinds of stuff you want to try, he wants to know. He's living out his fantasy and, well wants to make sure it's all going to come true upon his arrival. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What positions have you done? Do you orgasm when you play with yourself? Yeah, she says. Do you think you would ever try another girl? So now he's not only setting up this 
sex date with a child. He wants to take the fantasy one step further and introduce the idea of having another girl there, a threesome. Want to do it as soon as I'm there or hang out a bit first? Jeez. Have you thought about sucking a guy? About getting licked? He asks. Ever thought about swallowing a guy's cum? Do you choke easy? It goes on and on. Ever kissed another girl? He's back to that. Wants to know if she's shaved. Talks more about wanting her to masturbate. And then he encourages her to keep her eyes open. Talk to girls. Maybe you can find one where I can watch you two. And you watch me and her. She and her watch me and you. That's a quote. I know the grammar's off. But you get the idea. Or we all three could be together at the same time. What a sport. Again, he cautions her. You're young and I don't want to get into trouble. Oh my God, you're serious, she says. Ain't no one gonna know. I've done it lots with my old boyfriends. And sure enough, that's enough to convince him and he is on his way. After a phone call, that is. Hello? Hey. Hey there. How's it going? Good, but I only have like one bar left on my phone. Oh, one minute? No, no, one bar. <laughs> well, I had two, and my mom called. And first of all, my mom is a total weirdo. Like, how's, she, how's she thinks I'm gonna. She thinks I'm gonna kill her plant. The decoy on the phone call, she's very chatty, talks about all kinds of things, fitting in with the profile of a 13-year-old girl who may not be exactly grounded in reality, not exactly from the most stable household. And as part of the grooming process, Josiah Walker takes it all in. He listens lets her ramble on and then he jumps in later on so motorcycle very cool very cool you can't go wrong with that mm-hmm. or what, what kind of truck a big truck i don't have a truck i have okay. a car well you said you had a big thing that you can't see over yeah that's my car i have a ford mustang cobra with a four-inch crowl hood on it. He's very proud of this red Ford Cobra with the elevated hood scoop. Four inches, he says. Well, I have no idea what that means, but I know Mustangs are cool. The hood sticks up four inches. Wow. That is so cool. The decoy acts impressed about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's I thought you want me to take you somewhere? Um, I thought you said you were going to help me. Uh, put the what? <laughs> you're, you're breaking up I know. Right. Uh, I've got to go charge my phone. Are you going to be online? She's very sassy in the conversation. 
Um, I don't get out of class till like 10 o'clock. I'm in class from 6 to 10. Okay. So I will be online after 10 o'clock for a little bit. Okay. Not, not too long. But. So you can give me a call back either before um, before 5.30 or I'll just talk to you about 10 o'clock at school. They make plans to talk later. Um, did you email me your address and stuff? I can't, I'm sorry, I can't hear you at all. Did you email me your address? No, why, was I supposed to? He wants to make sure he gets the address because, oh, he's coming all right. Yeah, I, I had tried to ask you last night to email me, but I think he got offline before I did. Oh, uh, okay. I, I can't... I, Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. I can Joe? hear you. Joe? I'm uh, here. If you, if you can hear this, um, I can't hear. Hello? I can't hear anything. So, okay. um, uh, uh, shoot. The decoy doesn't want to give out the address just yet because we don't want him floating around until we know when we can slot him in for a visit. Again, 38 guys surfaced in this investigation. Aww. Uh, if you can hear this, I'll tie Colin later. Bye. <laughs> and then, Hot 95 Cobra guy jumps into that Cobra and drives an hour, an hour plus to our sting house in Long Beach. He pulls up and he, he, it's almost like he's running to get into the house. Now, I don't know whether he was excited or whether he's trying to limit the amount of time neighbors can see him walking from this bright red Mustang into a house to meet and sexually assault a 13-year-old girl. I have a feeling it's a little bit of both. He pulls right into the driveway. He's early. And the decoy, the onside decoy, goes to the door to greet him. Hello? Hey, come on in. How are you doing? Good, how are you? At first, Josiah Walker goes to the front door. From inside, the decoy advises him to go around to the side, the door that faces the driveway. So he hustles around. The decoy asks how he's doing. Good, how are you? Good, Glenn. Want me to park in the garage? Or? Oh, no, no big deal at all. Want me to park in the garage? He wants to know. Probably not wanting any of the neighbors to see his hot red 95 Cobra. He's wearing khakis and a sports shirt. Closes the door behind him. Very focused on his prey. <laughs> How's your drive? Pretty good. How are you? Good. How was your drive, she asks. Pretty good. How are you? He's very creepy. Matter of fact. Trying to be sweet in his own way. And all the while, he's moving in at a steady pace right towards the decoy. Then? What are you doing? Give me a hug. Awesome. Hi. <laughs> hi, hi. What are you doing? She says nervously. He swoops in, both arms, and gives her that big, creepy, cringy hug. Now, I'm in the next room, 
And from a television standpoint, I'd love to see this play out, to see the interaction between Josiah Walker and the decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl, but we can't take that chance. I talked about the security concerns earlier. So I come out. He's startled, to say the least. <laughs> you got your hug. Why don't you have a seat over there for me right there? Right? No, 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 sir. Right there. Right there, please. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. Please take your hand on your pocket. He's nervous. He doesn't take direction immediately, but he does. And he does take his hands out of his pocket as directed. I ask him about his shiny Mustang. Pretty shiny Mustang you got out there. Thank you. He takes it as a compliment. He has no idea what he's about to face. What was it that perhaps you had on the potential menu for tonight? Spend the night here? Spend the night. <sighs> That's right. He admits right away that he wanted to spend the night with a girl he thought was 13 years old. Is he a private investigator or police, sir? That's right, I'll get to that in just a minute. And then he wants to know whether I'm a private investigator or police or what. Josiah Walker doesn't strike me as the brightest fellow, even though he's taking college classes. That doesn't make him any less dangerous, though, now does it? How old is this girl that you came to visit? Um, I think she had told me she was 13. 13. That's right. He doesn't try to lie about how old he thought this girl was. He comes out right away and, although anguished, says, I think she said she was 13. 13, right? Yeah. And you are 27? Mm-hmm. I remind him that he's 27. He's now got his face in his hand like this. Mm-hmm. I'm 27, he says. As if, oh, sorry, I made a mistake. Just let me go. Not happening, Josiah. Do you often meet 13-year-old girls? Oh, no. No, no. And when I ask him if he had done this before, he seems almost indignant. No, 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 no. Well, you make it sound like it's such a terrible thing that yet here you are in this living room where you believed a 13-year-old girl was home alone. Slip of judgment. A slip of judgment. Then he says... This was a slip of judgment. Slip of judgment. And Josiah Walker admits to me something else, that he actually brought a change of clothes with him in case he spent the night. Oh, yes, and he brought a camera to memorialize this entire event in condoms. And you're here to meet a 13-year-old girl who's home alone after a sexually charged conversation in a chat room with her. Yeah, that's not good. And I again confront him with the facts of this case. That he's here after a sexually charged conversation to meet a 13-year-old girl. Yeah, that's not good, he says. It's not good. And now it's time for me to tell him exactly who I am. Right. Well, there's something you got to know. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who meet teens to have sex. And if there's anything else you want to tell me, now would be a good time. Otherwise, obviously, you're free to walk out the door. 
and now there's a situation brewing. We need to have Walker leave out of the back door so Long Beach police can arrest him there because we have another predator arriving at the front door. This happens. We ask Walker to leave through the back door because out front is our next visitor. He's walking up the driveway. Go to position two. Open the door. Hello? Hey, what's up? Literally, as Josiah Walker is being let out the back door into the arms of police, another predator is walking up to the front door. Now, this obviously poses a challenge to us and to the Long Beach police. We really had to keep close communication with the arrest team so they knew what was going on. Uh, one of the problems was if they would have came out from their hiding spot too early, the next predator coming up might have seen them and been scared away. That did not happen, and both predators were arrested. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the predators, 38 of them, who surfaced in the Long Beach investigation, uh, most of them didn't see lengthy jail sentences. It was interesting, and it was my observation at the time, and remember this was the fall of 2006, that some of the judges or the judge involved in the majority of these cases looked at this as a TV sting operation more than a police law enforcement operation. That changed in subsequent investigations. Laws changed in California. Laws changed nationally. I testified in front of Congress. But in the case of Josiah Walker, Hot 95 Cobra guy, he received five years probation and lifetime registration as a sex offender. As for the Hot 95 Cobra, well... Shortly after his arrest, Josiah Walker posted a for sale advertisement for that car. I have for sale my Cobra. Love the car, but got to sell to pay for a lawyer in a different matter. I'm asking $12,500. Info below about it. 95 Cobra. Mustang. Bright red. Paint job is four years old and in good condition. Now, interestingly enough, some of the folks who follow perverted justice investigations and To Catch a Predator saw this posting and started responding, asking questions like, does the car come with a 13-year-old girl? Not sure if he actually sold the car. I'm sure he did. Don't know if he got the $12,500. Since then, we know that Josiah Walker has moved from California and now lives in Montana. As far as we can tell, he has not reoffended or gotten into any other trouble with the law. I did find a number for Josiah. And just a little bit before I recorded this episode, I called him. Take a listen. Okay, calling Josiah Walker. Hello? Josiah? Yes? It's Chris Hansen. How are you? Fine. 
I wanted to talk to you if you had a moment, and I'm on a recorded line here, about uh, your arrest in the predator sting we did several years ago in uh, Long Beach, California. I'm going to take that as a no comment from Josiah Walker. Josiah, if you ever hear this podcast, you know how to reach me. I would like to talk to you in detail. More of our story in a moment. As you know, I like to hear from you. And before we get to this week's recorded question, there was a written question that I think is worthy to note. A correction of sorts, a clarification. Just listen to your latest podcast episode about Michael Murray and Jeremy Keister. You mentioned, besides them, Safra's Khan and Yazan Asver were the only other pair of predators that showed up at the same time. That isn't completely true. Additionally, Sebastian Rodriguez and David Masick tag along, and Polkit Matur and Kanish Lockenpal, working buddy, parenthetically, both from the two California Stings respectively showed up as a pair too. Good catch. I guess it just sticks out to me more clearly because of the extended conversation I had with Tennis Boy 213 and Slave to Mistresses. But thank you for letting me know and clarifying that. This week's recorded question comes from Monica in Portland, Oregon. Hi, Chris. My name is Monica from Portland, Oregon. As most of your listeners that submit a question say, I am a huge fan. I've been binging and am almost, almost caught up. To my question, I am curious, what are your thoughts on this seemingly double standard that society poses on celebrities or entertainers that are predators, such as Elvis, allegedly Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, who literally married a child. Do you think that it's the money, the power, or just the fact that these people create something that people love and find something to relate to in in whatever art form it is that they create? And why do you think that they don't really get as severe of punishment as even some of the guys that you encounter? Anyways, as always, you have friends all over the place. And should you find yourself in Portland and want to go to a Blazers game or grab a beer or both, I have plenty of friends that would love to join in and treat you. Anyways, thank you again for all that you do. And I hope you have a happy and safe holiday with your family. Thank you, Monica. Portland is a great town. I enjoy it very much. And if I get there soon, I'll take you and your friends out for some salmon and maybe a locally brewed beer. It's an excellent question, Monica, and I think it has a lot to do with celebrity. In the case of Michael Jackson, he was charged and tried and found not guilty of charges of inappropriate behavior with kids. It's unsettling that he would think that was okay, no matter what the circumstances. And yes, I think he was given a pass because he didn't have a childhood or his father abused him or any one of a different set of stories or circumstances that people talked about over the years. Elvis came up at a time where, because he courted his young wife and ultimately married her, people looked the other way at her age. Today, I think he would have been 
under greater scrutiny, obviously. But I think in those days, celebrity gave people a pass, as it did a little bit with Jerry Lee Lewis, who said about his relationship with a teenage girl, I married her, didn't I? As if that would be something to forgive the entire incident. Well, it's not. It is celebrity. And I think R. Kelly got away with it for a long time because he had power, he had money, and he bought off his victims. And predators know, and I'm not saying that Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis are at the same level as R. Kelly and some of the others we've discussed. But in the case of a true predator and somebody who just doesn't use appropriate judgment, they know how to pick their victims. R. Kelly knew which victims to pick, which ones were vulnerable, which ones could be bought, which ones could be threatened. And I think that's the most despicable kind of predator. None of it's good. And you shouldn't get a pass because of your celebrity, Monica. We all know that. But historically, that is, in fact, what has happened. And I think one of the lessons of the predator investigations is that no one should get a pass. And that we have laws in this society to protect children. And up until a certain age, you can't give consent. And so it's good that people are judged on a harsher level especially celebrities. Thank you, Monica. Maybe I'll see you for that beer and a piece of salmon in Portland. Trailblazers game would be great. I appreciate it. You can find me all over social media, Instagram, official Chris Hansen, Twitter, at Chris Hansen, TikTok, have a seat with Chris Hansen, Cameo is the holidays approach, True Blue, my streaming crime network, Brand new Predator Investigations, Takedown with Chris Hansen. Crime stories and documentaries. You can also find us on our Fast channel, Roku, Channel 529. And as always, you can reach me right here at chris at predatorpodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening.